Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we continue our study of the second book of Kings, that is Malachim Bays. We are in chapter 4. Today we will complete chapter 4, Perak Dalet. <laughs> we are up to verse 38, that's Pasuk Lamed Ches. And we have just read two incredible miracles performed by Elisha. The first miracle was the miracle of the oil in which he saved a widow and her two orphans from a terrible fate. The second was the miracle of the resuscitation of a dead child, a child which, who was born through the blessing of Elisha. And now we're going to read of another miracle, the Elisha Shav HaGilgala. Elisha returned to Gilgal, in other words, after the story that happened above, where he, which occurred in Shunam, he returned to Gilgal. Vihara of Baaretz, and at the time there was a tremendous uh, 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 plague, a uh, suffering in the land, a hunger, a famine. The um, uh, Gilgal is a place where the prophets, the Bnei Hanavim, and the 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 students of the prophets, those who were studying to be prophets. This is a group which we've encountered several times before. Yoshvim Lefanov, they were sitting before Elisha. In other words, he went to teach, um, to to uh, you know teach knowledge of God, and so on. Um, and these were these disciples. They were sitting before in Vayomer Lenaro, and he said to his um, servant, presumably this would have been Gehazi, Shifos Hasir Hagedola. Um, Set up the big pot, uvashel nozid and cook a um, a stew of lentils. And nozid is generally like a stew of of beans or lentils for the prophets, so they could eat. So there's this terrible hunger, uh, and uh, that's going on. The people are hungry, but let's put up a big pot of food for the bnei hanaviim. Again, we have Elisha preparing food, setting aside food for the members of his group, of his club. Again, we get the sense of Elisha um, working with those who are close with him, but we're not seeing Elisha out among the people who are also suffering from this terrible famine. So this is a sense, this is a theme that has been going through this entire parak. And it's important to point out. Now, um, and not, not to say, of course, that there's anything uh, wrong with feeding his students. Obviously, this is not and meant at all in a critical way of the act that he's doing now in the same way that his act of helping the, the woman of Shunam, the wealthy woman from Shunam and the widow, etc. Of course, those were incredibly uh, wonderful acts. The issue being, though, is that it's deliberately giving you the impression of Elisha performing these acts within his circle and so on, which we've been pointing out this whole time. So um, so they go ahead, and one of the, the uh, people went out to the field, to gather uh, roots, to gather vegetables, um, uh, to put into the stew, you know, to flavor the stew. And be- presumably, because it was a hunger, there was not a lot of greens to choose from. So, he found a vine growing in the field, um, and he figured, hmm, this looks like a good herb. You wonder, let's take it. And he 
he picked off of this vine, he picked some uh, wild, uh, f- uh, you know, fruit of some sort that was growing on this vine, enough to, to uh, he, that he could fit into his garment. <coughs> in other words, like he wrapped it in his garment in order to hold it and carry it back. Vayavo, and he came back. Vayifalachetz el sir hanazid kiloyadao. And he, um, he cut them up and placed them into the pot of Nazid because he didn't know um, what they were. He didn't know what these, these fruits that he had cut were. He wasn't familiar with them. <coughs> but he figured, you know, they didn't have a lot to eat. So he went out on a limb, uh, literally, and decided, uh, let's try these. Maybe they'll make the, the, maybe they'll taste good in this pot and maybe they'll give us some more nutrition. So and then they served the uh, food to everyone. And when they started eating from this, and the people started to cry. They cried out to the prophet, prophet of God, man of God. There is this death in the pot. This poison. This the stuff. It's it's unclear if it was just like an awful flavor that they were tasting, or maybe they tasted the flavor that was clearly uh, you know, familiar to them as, as, as a poisonous um, uh, fruit of some sort. Um, so they, or maybe they started feeling some terrible symptoms from it. And they could not eat it. So the, this, this idea that it could not eat it gives you the idea that just the, te- the flavor was awful. It was just inedible. It was just terrible. Even under the terrible circumstances that they were in, the flavor was awful. Vayomer kemach. So he said, "Go get some flour." and he threw flour into the pot. Vayomer Now give it out to the people, and they can eat it. And at that point, there was nothing bad in the pot. It's interesting where, but at this point. It uses a different language. It says, Sakla'um, give it out to the people. Presumably, the simple understanding is that it's just give it out to, the, to everybody, you know, the people that are here, right? So, um, so, but it's interesting. One might suggest that it chooses a different language. Sakla'um, give it to all the people. In other words, everyone around, not just the students. Almost as if Elisha was learning the lesson of in a time of hunger to feed everyone. But it, it's, I'm not, I understand that's not necessarily the simple reading, but there is a, it's interesting how it chooses this language of tzakla, um, give it to the people, as opposed to tzakla b'nei hanavim, serve it to the, uh, the, the, the prophet disciples. Anyway, it's just a suggestion, an idea. I don't, you know, I don't know if, if I like it or not, but it's an interesting um, suggestion. So here you have another miracle which was performed by Elisha in order to say, I'm presumably, unless you could figure out some sort of a, a chemical reason why flour might have uh, mitigated the bad flavor of this thing, it's, it's presented as a miracle by just pouring something as flavorless and as neutral as flour, it neutralized the bad flavor or whatever poison it was that was in there, it neutralized that and it made it into a good stew. So now we will continue um, reading of the um, of the uh, uh, of this chapter. It's one more story, a little a shorter version, 
But again, another story about another miracle. And the man was coming from a place called Baal Shalisha. And he was bringing to the prophet uh, bread of Bikurim. Bikurim generally is understood to mean uh, from the, uh, the, the first fruits. We know from the, from the Torah that Bikurim, the first fruits, when the first fruits are ripen, they are to be brought to the Beit HaMikdash, to the temple, as an offering and brought and given to the Kohen, to the priests. So one possibility is maybe the prophet, this, the prophet was, um, was a coin, but we, we don't know that, but that doesn't seem to be the case. So it, does this actually mean Bikurim? Um, it's, it's unclear. Uh, you know, the, the, um, the, But regardless of how we understand this, we this is clearly early in the time of harvest. And remember that this is still in the context of a time of famine. And he comes to the prophet with a with this lechem bikurim, with these loaves of bread, esrim lechem saorim, 20 loaves of barley bread, vicharmel, and some grain bitsiklono in his sack. And this man brings it to the prophet, presumably for Elisha to, you know, for him and, and possibly, probably also for his students. And he says, Give it to everyone, give it to all the people and let them eat. Again, it uses this language, la'am. And if I was correct in my assumption before, that when it uses this language, la'am, meaning to everyone, it's specifically referring not just to the students, that are surrounding me, not just to me, not just those of us that are the members of the disciples, so to speak, but give it to everyone. So this would then represent, the story would represent Elisha changing the mode of operation that he has been until now in this chapter, which was reserving his influence and his, the, the, his help that he's giving to the people, to those that are in his immediate surroundings. But here he specifically says, Ten la'am. Don't give it to me, but give it to everyone and let them eat. Now, however, Vayomer Misharso, his, his helper, his attendant says, presumably this is Gehazi, right? Who, as we're going to see in the following chapter, uh, is not the most um, benevolent or uh, not the most uh, um, generous guy. Uh, so he's, but he says, how can I give this before a hundred people? Let's look, there's a hundred people gathered around here. This is just 20 loaves of bread. How is it going to, presumably these are not big loaves, these are rolls or whatever, the equivalent of what we would see today. How is this going to feed a hundred people? And he said, don't worry, give it to the people. Again, he uses the language to everyone and let them eat. Now, I will admit that most understand this la'am refers to his, the people that are, are surrounding him. However, I'm suggesting that the choice of this language is to give it to, to everyone. Because this is what God said. If you eat, there will be not just will there be enough to eat for everyone, but there will be leftovers afterwards. <coughs> and surely enough, he put these few loaves in front of everyone and they ate and there was leftover there was more for everyone 
for even leftover for others. Kidvar Adonai as God had spoken. So we see Elisha moving from helping one of his people to helping everyone in, in this time of famine. And we see another story, another miracle, which is starting slowly to um, increase the recipients, the beneficiaries of this miracle. And uh, again, you know, as we spoke in uh, two podcasts ago when we did the beginning of this chapter, I mentioned the concept of, of miracles and how to understand them, how to understand their purpose. But over here, the purpose is to show Elisha growing into his role as someone who is providing for the people in their time of need. This is uh, the conclusion of this chapter. Thank you so much for studying chapter 4 together with me. Looking forward to studying uh, chapter 5 of the rest of this uh, book of Kings together and have a wonderful day.